Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this edition of the podcast, host Bill Hodges sits down with David Coker, president of the Fisher House Foundation. For those who are not aware of the Fisher House, it is much like the Ronald McDonald House, but without the clowns. It is, however, for military families to come to VA hospitals to be with their loved one while their loved one undergoes treatment. Since you never know when calamity might hit putting you in a VA hospital, your knowledge of Fisher House can help you and your family. You'll also discover how you can help the Fisher House and the wonderful people who provide services. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And we've got some great information for you today. I have a wonderful guest. I have David Coker. He's the president of Fisher House Foundation. David, what a wonderful thing to have you on here and to let people know just what Fisher House is all about. Well, Bill, thank you for this opportunity because, you know, all too often Fisher House is a best kept secret. You know, I, I, I agree with you. And they do so much good. Well, we try to. It's always a good day to be in the blessing business. But if you think about what Ronald McDonald houses do, providing a place where families with a sick child can be there, be a part of the healing process and support their child during a personal medical crisis. We do the same thing, but we focus on military and VA hospitals. What Fisher House Foundation does is we build the house. We give it as a gift to the Secretary of the Army, the Navy, the Air Force or Department. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. And then the secretary agrees in return for the gift that they will operate and maintain the house in perpetuity. And that lets us go and bless the next community. So it's a great example of a public-private partnership. Because when you get that call and you learn that a a loved one is ill, injured, or, or maybe even wounded, you want two things. You want the best medical care possible. And the military and VA health systems are two of the best in the world. I I am a patient there, and I totally and completely agree. Well, the second thing you want is to be there, and that's more of a challenge. And so back in 1990, when Zachary Fisher heard there was a challenge and a problem with families being able to stay close to their loved one, he said, I'm a builder. I can do this. And Zach and Elizabeth Fisher wrote a personal check for the first 20 houses. Wow. Now, when he passed away in 99, the foundation became responsible for building the additional houses. When was the first house built? The first house started in, the first two houses started in 1990. 
and one was at Walter Reed Army Medical Center. The other was at National Naval Medical Center. And they asked President uh, George H.W. Bush if he would dedicate the first house at Walter Reed. And uh, President Bush said, you know, I was in the Navy. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, Mr. Fisher pulled people from Walter Reed. We focused on Bethesda. It opened in June (laughs) of 91, and Walter Reed opened a month later. But Little service competition there. Well, pride and service. We'll go with that, pride and service. And as Doc was building one for the Army and the Navy, he said, Army, Navy, maybe the Air Force needs one. And when he asked the Surgeon General of the Air Force, he said, well, we would love to have one, but we need it in San Antonio. And three became five. And as the program grew, friends of Zach came along and they said, you know, this is going to be something special. Maybe you ought to create a foundation to carry this on. And that was how Fisher House Foundation came about. And we have continued to to build houses where the need was. Uh, Zach actually got a letter from a nurse in the VA saying, you know, you're doing tremendous things for the military. We could really use one in the VA. And what better place than your home state of New York and up here in Albany? So that was the first VA house. And Zach went to the secretary and said, do you need more? And the secretary actually provided a list of some 70 places. And we said, okay, we're good. We're not that good. What are your top 10? And so in, in, in that way, we know we're building the houses in the right places. Okay. You know, it to me, we have, what, 700 and some odd VA hospitals? Uh, actually, I think it's... Uh, in, in terms of inpatient, I think you're closer to 150. Oh, 150. Okay. I guess I was thinking of clinics. Right. Including clinics, there, there are several more that feed in. But the, the value of the Fisher House is that it is at that place where tertiary care is provided. So if you need a, a transplant, there are 16 VA medical centers that provides transplants. We have houses at 13 and we're working to build at the other three. If you think of the level one polytrauma centers, there are five across the country. We have and or are building a second house at each of those, because when you need that specialty care, you're gonna be sent from your home of record to that VA medical center to get the care. And what we found is that if you don't allow and have a place for the family to stay, the first decision for that man or woman who served is, am I willing to leave my family to go? Right. Or to bring my family. And there have literally been circumstances where the fact that there's a Fisher house to support the family at no cost while they're receiving the necessary care makes the decision easier and they are willing to get the care they need. Yeah, I would I would think that would be a real problem. By the way, we've done a program here not long ago where private or enterprise is stepping in to provide transportation for your people to go to these various fish houses, which I thought was great. We're talking about corporate jets picking people up at airports and taking them somewhere, which is an absolutely Fantastic program. 
Oh, absolutely. And and we've developed our own programs to help. We've learned a lot from the people who've graced our houses and realized early on that one of the barriers is transportation. You know, during the war, the, the government would provide transportation for three family members to come in and support a wounded service member. Well, number one, families don't come in threes. Right. The other issue was that... Who gets left home? Well, you've got that question, but you also, when you get that call, you want to get there. And you may not know how long you're going to need to be there. And you may not remember if you turned off the stove or left the water running. So families would come in to be with their loved one. And once they were stabilized, they said, okay, I need to go back and check on the stove, check on a few things at home, and I'll be back. And so they would ask the military, can can you go ahead and give me a ticket back home? And they said, sure, be glad to. What they didn't know was that when they took that ticket back home, the support from the government stopped. And so we were able to work with the airlines and literally have used over a billion miles to bring loved ones back and forth so that their government benefits in, in terms of the per diem and and other benefits wouldn't stop. The average stay in a Fisher house is typically five to seven days, but back during the war, it was not uncommon to have families with us for months, even periods over a year. You know, we have a Fisher house here in Tampa with James A. Haley, and it's evidently very, very nice. I had not had the opportunity to go down there myself, but I understand our gold star mothers that are here in the Tampa area really work very hard to make that a success, along with other groups, I'm sure. Yeah, and that's one of the great things. You know, the Fisher Houses become a catalyst for community support. So you have people who are dropping off groceries and staples that families need. And you also have folks that come from a a service organization or a church group or just a family who wants to make a difference. And they'll come in and fix the meal, take the burden of a meal off of the families. And that's just such a great way not only to support and connect with the people who stay in a Fisher house, but it's a great way to learn about the value of the program because it's the community of support within the Fisher House that is the real magic. Being in a place with anywhere between six and 19 other families going through similar experiences, it lets you share the burdens, it lets you celebrate together, and you know you're not alone. It's those normal daily activities, going into the kitchen, getting that cup of coffee in the morning and telling the the others in the house how your loved one is doing that gives your life a sense of stability and makes you a little bit stronger for the challenges that are going to come with the day. We've got a council here, Hillsborough Veterans Council, which is the uh, county. And we had one of the people from, the reason I know about it, in fact, from the Gold Star Mothers come in and say, can you guys commit $200 so we can provide a meal? And so we gave them the $200 and the Gold Star Moms put on the meal for the folks at the Fisher House. 
And, and I, I'd like to see more of this kind of thing. But how can people do that? How can they get involved? The, the best thing to, to learn about the program, because again, awareness is number one, to learn about where we have the houses is go to our website. And that's fisherhouse.org. And the Fisher is spelled F-I-S-A-T-R, correct? Correct. Correct. Not with no C in there. No German spelling. Fisherhouse.org. And there they can see where the current houses are. They can see the manager's contact information. And they can learn about the needs list of that Fisher House and also how they can volunteer and, and, and make a difference in the lives of those we're so privileged to serve. Our goal is that when some, uh, somebody walks through the door of a Fisher House, they know that there are others who appreciate their service, who want to honor that service and help them in their time of need. You know, we, we have here in Tampa tremendous resources. Uh, we have uh, 97,000 veterans living in the county. Makes us, as I understand it, third high in the United States, number one in Florida. We have a lot of people with a lot of skills. Since the VA does maintenance and things of that nature, what kind of volunteers can you use? Oh, there's any number. You know, the, the kitchen is a special place for me. <laughs> and and uh, there are some people that deal with stress of by cooking for others. There are others who are really good eaters. I fall in that second category. So doing the meals is one thing. Coming and, and just visiting with, with some of the families. There's always a, a little bit of, of yard work, a spring cleanup, a fall cleanup. Uh, and sometimes uh, there may be some minor maintenance things, some painting that the manager may need done. So it, it varies from location to location. One of the great strengths of the program. So should you call the local Fisher House and say, hey, I'd like to volunteer. What can I do? Either call or send an email and okay. they can they can share the best way. And some of the places, for example, Bethesda, it's it's on a controlled installation. And so if you don't have an ID card, you're going to need to coordinate with the manager just simply to get access to the base. Uh, and because every place is different and we now have 95 houses out there, the best thing is go to the website, find out what your location is going to require. And in your area down in Tampa, we've got the two houses at the James Haley VA. We also were building a second house not far from there at the in Bay Pines at the Bill Young VA Medical Center. Now, we've just ran out of time. But before we go, I want to thank my buddy, George Dendy, who manages your Orlando Fisher House for turning me on to Fisher House entirely. And I'd like to thank Michelle Horn, your Vice President of Communications, for being so good about setting up the interview. My guest has been David Coker, President Fisher House Foundation. If you get a chance, go to the website. And that website again, David, is? Fisherhouse.org. Fisherhouse.org. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll talk to you very soon again on Veterans Corner Radio. 
You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.